Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome down to the third episode of Dive Bar Mitzvah. Hey, it's your friend Ian Rands. I am coming to you on a Monday afternoon at the You Otter Stop In, the You Otter Saloon here uh, in, in lovely northeast Minneapolis. Although I don't think it's northeast. It's technically northeast, but it's basically downtown north. Uh, we're here. Uh, it's an evening. Billy Joel's playing in the background. And if ever a song has personified a bar, it is Piano Man and the You Otter. Uh, we're here about five with five people here today. It's a, it's a slow day here. Karaoke starts at nine, but in the meantime, we have good stuff for you. Hey, um, and let's get to the good stuff under the way right now. Then uh, the best stuff I have are our sponsors. Uh, one car service driving smiles without extra miles. Call 612-545-5848 for a ride, or find them on Facebook. Program this in your phone. 612-545-5848. Stag beer. It's the beer that comes in the golden can, ladies and gentlemen. Ask for it by name in the presence of local tastemakers. Stag beer. Mm-mm-mm. And our sponsor and friend, Stand Up Records. Uh, we like our comedy like we like our booze. Straight up and bitter. Check them out at StandUpRecords.com. They have new records out by Mary Mack and Maggie Ferris. Did you like that? I made our sponsorship wow. roll in your introduction. Uh -huh. That's how... Uh, am a, I right? There's a, there's a delicious uh, economy of words here because I, I actually made something I had to say and made it about you. And you've actually been mentioned in all three episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, what? hey, everybody, it's Maggie Ferris. Oh, my God. Hello and thank you. You are my third guest. And it's, it's odd because Dive Bar Mitzvah takes place in bars. Now I've had three guests and 66.6% of them are sober or don't drink. I don't oh, know. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two out of three? Two out of three. All right. Um, yeah, do you identify as just a non-drinker, or do you identify yourself as, like, sober? I would call myself a non-drinker. Okay. I think I drank enough in my 20s yeah. to uh, fulfill the whole lifetime's worth. Yeah. You know? How, and so I, I got it full. So it wasn't it wasn't court-ordered. It was no, something no, no, you no. wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. I got full. I don't. I'm not thirsty anymore. Yeah, that's that's a very good reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everybody has to. I mean, did you do did you do the twelve steps or any of that crap? Or you just decided, fuck it, I'm done. I just said I'm done. You didn't say fuck it though, because you're a good midwife. No, I said person. fuck it. Right. <laughs> For sure, I did. <laughs> I want to um, know why you mentioned me on all the podcasts thus far. Because uh, you have a new album coming out on oh, Stand Up fun. Records. Okay. The one that looks good, I think, uh, it's called Hot Lesbo Action. That's I, what I, it's I did the design work on it, uh, and now at various places in my uh, on on my uh, desktop computer, uh, I have folders called Hot Lesbo Action. Isn't that fun? Uh, it is. And yeah. then for like a millisecond, I mean, I know consciously what it is, but then a millisecond, right. I'm like, oh <gasps> shit, I forgot Hot Lesbo Action on my computer. Yep. Yeah, but I got some porn up there. Yeah, but uh, no, no, it's just it's 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 a very good album by you. Ah, you're nice. That yeah. was fun to make. Yeah, uh, I like the cover. You uh, did a mention on Facebook that had a big star over the cover, which made me go, Maggie Ferris must hate the cover of this no, album. No, that's because I wanted. I didn't want to reveal oh. until the day it came out. Are you, are you I tell, was going to make you, a smaller you? and smaller star and okay. then reveal oh. on October 2nd, I believe, is the release date. Is that, oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah. So but, I didn't want to show it. That's Okay, you know what? You're thinking ahead of the curve right, here. See? Right, And I really I like the cover. It's one of the few albums I've got to do with stand-up records. And in full disclosure, I am their quasi-art director, designer guy, and I have been for about 10 years. Uh, but it's one of the first albums I've actually got to art direct. We worked with Courtney Conk, the photographer, uh, to shoot some some hot pictures. It was of, fun. Of you. And what, what do you want to give away? I guess since it's well, being a I'm, secret right now. Am I naked? 
I, well, I mean, that's up to you to say if I'm you not. want to. No, you're not. No. But I mean, if you want it's to tease that. It's just me welding. I know. That's it's, the hot action. Is that, is that a pun at that? I don't know if that's, that's not a pun. That's a. Uh, I don't think so. No. It's just stupid. But uh, the album. Silly. It's a winner. It's a winner? It's a winner. As like opposed it. to a loser. Yeah, I think it's yeah, a good well, album. Yeah. I think it's a very good album. I hope so. I mean, I hope people like it. It's just what I do, yeah. you know. Um, now, has Silliness. Your, has your sister heard it? Because now this is going to tie into no some other stuff. No Oh, you haven't even played it for friends and family? No. Huh. They don't get to listen early. Oh, yeah, so they have to buy it, is yeah. what you're saying? That's not bad. That's not bad. You actually got into comedy uh, from your sister, who was a waitress at Acme. How, I mean, that's, that's an odd one. How did that happen? Well, she started waiting tables there, and so I would go and hang out. Try, and to, try to get some free food. Of course. And this was in your 20s, and so you moves. were just, yeah. Getting crunked up in this bitch. back then. Yeah, yeah, as they used to say back in the 90s. Exactly. Yeah. Crunk up in this bitch. Yeah. But, um, so I would watch, and of course, in my head, I thought, boo, I could do that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So then I did open mic one night, and I was... Horrible. The worst you could ever imagine. Really? Yes. I mean, I now that's saying a lot because I've been to a lot of open mics and I've seen pretty bad. And you're that saying. That was me. Really? I was the worst of the pretty bad. What do you remember? I didn't even get one giggle. You didn't even. It was basically no, it was just a bunch like of people. Where did you do the open silence. mic? Did you do it at, at Acme? Acme? Oh, yeah. wow. So, I yeah. mean, that's a really shitty place to do the first one because yes. people expect a certain caliber yes. of, of giggles, at least. It if was not, silence. Yeah. Dead silence. What now. You prepared for this, or did you just, did you just draw totally upon your lifetime prepared. of experience? No, I, I wrote a whole bunch of stupid jokes, and I watched How for long months. did you prepare? Like, well, how long were you writing consciously? I probably wrote for three, four, five wow, months. Okay. Yes. Wait, wait, do you remember anything from this? I do. I said, <laughs> I said I'm You could have lied. Yeah. Oh, no, I remember nothing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I remember one joke. I said, I'm an ambidextrous lesbian. I... What did I say? I play softball and I sew. It's not bad. Nah. It's, it, it's laying some character down. Mm. Well, you know what happened is like I totally came out that and did all like gay material, mm-hmm. and the night went so bad that it took me years and years and years to come back out again. Like I yeah. thought that that was maybe that it. was why they hate it dykes sucked. Or yeah. something. <laughs> this Minneapolis crowd doesn't get gay humor. No, I don't understand what's going all. on. Okay, but it was just me. It yeah, was just yeah. that I was horrible. Uh, and how long did it take you to come back and give it another shot? It probably took me another like five months to try it again. Uh-huh. And then I went to balls. Do you know balls? I, I heard of balls. I never went to balls. Balls, and balls is, is still like, going on. It's in the yep, Southern Theater, right? Yeah, yep. yep. It's been going for like 20 years. But balls is like the most uh, supportive, sweet, uh, kind of experimental audience ever. And so anything you say, they love. Yeah. No matter what it is. Well, that's, so then that's that was, almost as equally as unhealthy, though, isn't it? Yes, but it felt better. But for the first, but for your first time at yes. bat, yeah, you I want some like, validation. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not so horrible. Yeah. 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 So that there was, then I had to find like a happy medium after that. Then I went back to Acme and I got a couple of chuckles and then I was hooked. Now, and this was 1999 uh, ish. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember, yeah, I mean, we're getting old. I know. Because I mean, to say to say shit happened 16 years ago. I mean, and when you we were oh. when we were doing, I believe the shoot for the cover, you were talking about, you know, how long you've been doing. It. I'm like bullshit. You haven't been doing that. Damn yeah. Long. I'm like, well, wait. Did she start in the '80s? Did I not know this? But no. I just remember 99. that. No, our lifespan is now. We've got to the point where you can say you've done things a long time ago, and it's still like it's it wasn't crazy. that long ago, it's really. It's crazy. It's cray cray. Yeah. 
Um, but speaking of, and you kind of touched upon this briefly, um, how, is it still novel to be a lesbian comic? Because, I mean, you do, I mean, not consciously kind of, well, I guess the album's called Hot Lesbo <laughs> Action, so I won't even, but I mean, is it still looked at as a novelty? Because I just kind of assumed, I mean, maybe it's because Minneapolis is such a liberal town, but yeah. I just kind of assumed, eh, you know, whatever. I don't think anyone really cares anymore. Okay, I good. think 10 years ago they cared. I mean, like, when I started comedy, it was the time when, like, Ellen got pulled from TV because she came out, you well, know? Well, she didn't get pulled from TV because she came out. Yeah, she did. Did you see any of those episodes after she came out? Because every episode well, they were was much like your first show, where it was just like, I'm gay. I'm super gay. Well, yeah. I like to kiss women. You know, and it's just like, okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, we got it. That's, we're down, yeah. Okay, true. But, but anyway, yeah, sorry. The gist of it. Yeah. Like, if that happened, I mean, now there's gay characters everywhere. It's yeah. just a different Hollywood. It's a different show business yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone really cares. No one's ever said anything like, I'm going to kill you, you're a dark. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> That's not, nice. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you've, and you've won some contests that tie into this. What, how do those contests differ from, you know, the run-of-the-mill comedy festival or comedy c- contest? Well, I think it's a different, uh, it's a different breed of comics because most of those comics are like quote-unquote gay comics yeah. and so they and play that's, to more yeah. of a gay audience where I think I had the advantage because I haven't been a gay comic yeah, just yeah, a yeah. comic who's gay who plays for like Main Street exactly and so I think it was a big advantage in that contest because at that point the entire every bit of material is about that it, it, yeah. it, it, it's does that lead to better bookings? Do these do these guys and gals actually like you know make a run of it? Is that like a good? Some niche? of these people get incredible bookings, but they're not as good as you because you won the contest. Correct. What does that mean? That's that's it means everything's coming up rosy right here. Yeah, but now I need to capitalize on that uh, venue or that strength. I need to pretend I'm a gay comic. Yeah, and get some money. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you named the album? No, no, I just, just thought that nice was funny. Yeah, I just yeah. thought that was silly. Yeah, and uh, your scri- your straight gig uh, uh, is, <laughs> is is uh, is is being a dog walker, right? Yeah, that's what I do in the day. Now that's how does that? Because I woke up, and I hate to say this because I was up late editing uh, the Steve McClellan episode last night, which just went live today. But I woke up at two o'clock in the afternoon today. What time? I mean, the dogs have to be up like it. At- the dogs get up early. Much earlier. That's horrible. What happens is, like, I'll go to shows at night, and midnight hits, and I'm dead. I'm yeah. toast. I need to be in bed. Wherever I am, I have to find home because I just lose it at, like, midnight because I get up early every yeah. day, you know? I just did this run last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, where I went to Wisconsin and back each night and then worked my day job. Mm-hmm. And one night I got home at 3, one night I got home at 4, and it nearly killed me. I had to stay in bed. The rest of Saturday and all of Sunday to recuperate. Wow. Yeah, it was And the bad. dogs, now the, the dogs aren't patient. Dogs won't just like go, ah, she's had a hard day. Well, I just work for one guy now. I'm okay. like a dog nanny. Yeah, so yeah, actually give me a little background here. How, how, what do you do? I used to be do? an over-the-road truck driver, and I hated are it. You, are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. I, I always looked at that as that has to be the most stressful job ever. because everybody Because nobody can fucking drive. It's Like just worst. driving here today, I live five minutes away, and there are a couple of times where I was get ready to get out and strangle somebody to actually drive distances. Ugh. Yeah. It's like you you think driving is hard. Try strapping a six-story building to the back Talk of your car. That. Yeah, it's stupid. But so I hated it so much, and I was just trying to How make it work. How long did you do it for? Nine months. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I gave it the good old college try. Yeah. The day before I quit, they had me drive through New York City. Oh, fuck. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, are you kidding me? I hit six signs. 
You just can't fit a truck through New York no, City. No, 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 You can't. So I walked off the job the next day Did in Pennsylvania. Did you leave the truck like somewhere yeah, by the side Pennsylvania. of the road? Well, there was like a hub for, for a company right there, and I yeah. was like, I'm leaving. Bye. I'm yeah, bad. just drive it to the airport, leave it in self-parking, self oh, <laughs> get the hell out of there. pretty close. Yeah. I was so done. But so then I was, I took a couple weeks and I was like, what is it I'd really love to do? And I was like, well, I love dogs. Why don't I just walk dogs? Yeah. So I started walking dogs and loved it and made enough money and it was great. And then this guy I heard about was looking for someone to watch his dogs 40 hours a week and he was paying very well. Wow. And so he interviewed like 20 people and since I already had good experience and stuff, he hired me. So he actually hired a full time. That's a level a of that's nanny. a level of rich that I didn't even anticipate. I know. I know. Yeah. What are the dogs like? I love the dogs. Two of them are still. I mean, they're not puppies, but they're just over a year, maybe okay. a year and a half. Very playful. So they were puppies when I started. Yeah. So they did need a ton of exercise and some training and stuff like that. And so every so morning you're driving out to the dogs. Every morning I drive there. I pick up the little ones and I take them to the dog park for about an hour or two hours, and we run, 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 run. Then I go back to his house and I walk the bigger dog. There's a dog. He has a mastiff that's yeah. like 150 pounds. So Jesus. I, I know. So I walk her in the afternoon. Her, yeah. yeah you, don't, like, you don't assume dogs that big could I be know. female. But you well, know, and her name is can. Stevie, so oh, you okay. think. Yeah, yeah. But it's after Stevie Nicks. Well, of course. But um, so I walk her. Who doesn't even weigh 150 pounds? No. Well, maybe not. That dog's yeah. bigger. Yeah. That dog's head is bigger than my head, for that's sure. I right took there. a selfie with the dog's head in it, and it was just huge that's a big dog huge but so then i walk the dog for about an hour and then i clean up his house a little and then i go home sweet deal it's the best yeah and he gives me two weeks vacation i mean plus he's really really good about if i have to go out of town for comedy yeah. or do stuff he's like do what you need to do that's boss it's great yeah i can't imagine a more ideal job for me that's great yeah um and speaking of which how i mean how often do you get out on the road mm. these are days Quite a bit. I mean, I try to do shorter, like, three-day weekends if I can, mm -hmm. so I'm not missing so much work and stuff. And I try to do anything I can in town. But um, I'd say one weekend a month I'm on the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I'm just starting to get in the college market now. Yeah, now so. that's where the cash is. Now, how, how, yeah. have you, how have you managed to climb up to that? Or is it even up to that? It's just a matter of knowing people. How does that yeah, work? Yeah, well, I just... And what are the audiences like that you've seen? Well... I've been going with my friend Tracy Ashley, oh, who does yeah. a ton yep. of colleges, and I've been opening up for her. Yeah. So I'm kind of learning, you know, what they like, what they don't like. Yeah. But they're so young. They're just babies, you know? It's kind of weird. Now, what have you noticed about, cause, I mean, you know, in the last six, eight months, there's been a lot of talk about how uh, college audiences are too conservative, and they have so many trigger words, it's hard to go out there and actually be funny. What do you, is that bullshit? Is that just bad comics saying dumb no, things? or? I, I think it's true to a certain extent. It's just they are learning how to be sensitive to all these issues, and so when you say something sensitive, they react to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. You can do other stuff. You can. There's still eight million things you can cover without being offensive to them. You yeah. know what I mean? And be funny yeah. and have a good time. So, I mean, I, part of it's like, well, I'm just too dirty. I, I'm too controversial. They won't like me. But part of it is you. You kind of have to write your gear your shit towards them. You know, you have to know your audience. Yeah. Bear rugging. I want to talk hey, about bear rugging. Yeah, I love bear rugging. Uh, 
Um, because I was lucky enough to have you on the match game. Uh, you had a one of the ago. best bear rugging yeah, pictures we've ever had. I got to bear rug on the bar, which yeah. sounds dirtier than it is, but it isn't. Which, explain to me what bear rugging is and how did this come to be? Okay. How did your brain give birth to such a beautiful concept? I love it. Okay, bear rugging is the cutest thing ever. It's bear, not B A R A, but B E A R. Yes. Like a, like like you're a little kid laying on a bear rug. Yes. But you're a grown up. Yeah. And the, my but without point the actual is, bear rug. Exactly. Yeah. You don't need a bear no, rug. No, no, You can have a bear rug. It's all rug. about the concept. As long as you're bear rugging upstairs in the brain, exactly. you can be bear it's rugging anywhere. It's the pose, really. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a, an adorable child sort of babyish pose for mm-hmm. grown-ups. Yeah. But I feel like we're stealing cuteness and a, adorability back from children and animals. That's why I don't include children or animals in it. You have to be over 18 to bear <laughs> rug. So if you looked up hashtag bear rug, it's mostly on Instagram. But um, I don't know. I've only been doing it a few months, and I already have 600 followers, so that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And have you had you have user or uh, you know in your followers? Are they submitting? Yeah. Rug? Yeah, I'm starting to get all kinds of submissions. Good stuff. Yes. Has it been pervy? Has anybody gone pervy? Yes. With it? Yes. In what kind of way? Okay. Well, I, and then, before we get to that, I mean, I did a good one on a bar. I mean, that most was of the time, awesome. They're, I mean, they're but most of the time, you know, they're just cute, adorable pictures. Yeah. I mean, but so pure people have been making it pervy. Yes. In, in what kind of? Well, weird? I got these. This one follower on Instagram who is like this, I guess it's like a bondage place in Chicago, and they are constantly tagging bear rugging. And they're bear rugging, but they have a lot of toys around them and a lot of uh, sexual vibe. I mean, it's not entirely disgusting or anything like that. They actually look pretty cute when they're doing it. But it's funny that this all these bondage people keep tagging bear rugging yeah it's hilarious and do you think this is just some weird cosmic coincidence or they did they come into this through you i hope they came into it through you i, but ha- I don't just, know them yeah i mean personally but, i have mean, no bear idea now how has 600 followers it. i mean yeah. you know butterfly flaps its wings you know this could be the tsunami of weird funny? BDSM in, in Chicago. Yeah, it, isn't that hilarious? That's it's. I don't mind it's that's why you have to be afraid i of repost their the world. stuff yeah as you should you know, yeah they look cute yeah I like everyone. I'm, I'm happy that I was a part of it. Oh, yours is like one of the best pictures we ever had. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was good. It was good. And I'm surprised that 331 let me lay down on the bar. I didn't think they would. I thought I'd get yelled at. You know what's funny? Like, and then after the picture went out, I'm like, I'm going to get fucking fired for this. And it's, it's going to be the dumbest reason to get fired ever. Aw, uh, you didn't <laughs> No, though. of course not. Okay, no, good. No, no, no. You know what's funny, though, is like, I feel like with bear rugging, like, I'll ask strangers to do it all the time. And I would say like seven out of ten people say yes. Yeah. It's amazing to how me. Much, how much explanation do you have to give? I usually show them the Instagram okay. yeah, page yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, say, this is what I do. And they're like, oh, okay, all right. It's Sometimes pretty self-explanatory like, nah, once you see it. Nah. And why do you think people, what would? What possible reason could anyone have to not want to bear rug? People Maggie get Ferris, a little, I ask you. People get a little stuck up and self-conscious and they just don't want to join in the fun. They think it's boo. stupid. Exactly. Boo. I say boo as well. Boo as well. So, and if you're on the Instagrams, and who isn't, uh, just go to the hashtag bear rugging to yeah. see all the people Maggie has uh, talked to about this. Who People who have done it on their own. And uh, weird bondage people from Chicago, did you say? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, in so Chicago. Um, I, I and, and this is a separate tangent that I might edit out in its entirety. Let's find out. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I've been working on a documentary for like the, the last, like, six, seven years, uh, which meant that I worked on it a lot about six, seven years ago, and now it's just kind of an active thing in my head, sure. uh, about uh, the bathhouses in Minneapolis in the 70s and 80s. Really? Yeah, basically from the sexual revolution to AIDS, the gay bathhouses. And 
when I'd ask uh, the guys, like, you know, okay, so, I mean, because I have, like, a, kind of a list of normal questions, uh, and then, you know, every, every interview will go its own way, and one of which is like, hey, did you ever get out of town? What other, what other bathhouses did you go to? What did you see? And um, whenever anyone would talk about Chicago, they would mention kind of bondage, and they'd say, that shit was too fucking hardcore. Like, really? they, were, they were, like, way, way, way weird into it. Really? So you might have a very interesting... Oh, I mean, this is, you know, I mean, gay bathhouses ended, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah. But, I mean, still, I'm glad Why to see... Why did they die out? Just because they... <laughs> well, uh, there's, there's there's a couple really good reasons. Well, don't tell me that gay men don't still have anonymous sex, because no, they, yeah, they do. They do. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. They're, uh, it's it's uh, basic... Well, AIDS had a okay. lot to do with it. And then uh, a fear thereof. And then all the city councils got behind it. If you must know, Brian Coyle, the first openly uh, gay representative in the United States, was here in Minneapolis. And uh, he's the one who came out and went, I got AIDS in a bathhouse. We have to close them all down. Wow. Yeah. And then okay. uh, people I interviewed went, that bitch is lying. <laughs> what? He, just, yeah, he got bought off and, wanted, and, and turned code on us all. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's such an interesting story. Yeah. And I'm, act- I'm, I'm still actively working on that documentary. So if anybody listening to this podcast has any stories they'd like to share, uh, please give us a drop on Facebook or Instagram. Or not Instagram, uh, on, on Twitter. Please give us a drop on Twitter. Uh, let us know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, hashtag bear rugging. Exactly. Hashtag bear rugging. <laughs> um, now, and I should be especially nervous to have you on today uh, because you actually have a real podcast, a professional podcast. If you listen to the podcast, it itself will tell you it's professional. In case you didn't know, professional. Tell me about Magnetronic, your real life. Because here I am. I mean, what do you think about my setup? It's kind of half ass. It, no, it it's works. pretty small. See, yeah. what's, what I like about it is you get the ambiance of around you of the dive bar yep. itself you get to hear we don't have good that. times playing in the background you never we get just, that yeah. we just sound like we're in a studio somewhere because because you're actually in a, in a studio <laughs> i i'm i'm in the you water have you listened to it before i have it's good right it's good it's fun we just play a lot of sound effects and you play do. stupid games it's very much i mean it's like it's very peppy Yes, because you have asked me to uh, be a guest on this, yes, and then I've said sure when you want me, and then I'll never hear back. Uh, but well, that's fine. No, that's know, fine. That's why I had to get you on this I'm podcast. I'm a horrible scheduler. No, that's fine. And I, but I never really followed up too closely because everybody you have on the show is really funny, and I don't know if I could do that. Oh my god! And everybody has really good pictures. Like the whoever's doing your photography is doing a spectacular. I know it's job. nice, right? It's and all I'm stylized. Like, I, don't, I don't know if I could take a picture. You that You should nice. follow Magnotronic on Instagram. There's all kinds of stuff we put on there. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's funny, but it's all very stylized as well. But they all, everybody looks good and everybody's funny, and that's intimidating for me. Who don't, I tell everybody let me I'm tell good you looking right and funny, now, but I don't know if I can prove everyone it. Everyone is not funny. Yeah. We have some guests that we will never have back. Really? Yes. I'm like, not like going to name any names. Yeah. But some people, it is like pulling teeth to get them to talk, to yeah. get them to engage. Like, they will give you, a, like, how did you get started in comedy? Mm, Acme. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. Oh, well, what happened? How was your first time? It was okay. I mean, it's like the, the whole episode is like that. And so they will not be back. Yeah. And I guarantee you will kick that ass. Yeah, exactly. I guarantee. And what's the best question you've ever asked that got unexpected results? Have you had anything that led to a weird, uh, you know, weird gold mine oh of my conversation? God. I'm so bad at, like, remembering that I. Yeah. I was just basically looking to crib your notes and, and have something to do Sure, I get you. I get you. Yeah. I, I don't know. We Now we have, in case we run out of stuff to talk about, we have little topic cards. Mm-hmm. And that's always fun to get them to pull a yeah. topic card. And what's on, what would you find in your normal topic card? Um, So far we've had 
first computer, which I thought was horrible. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit what that's your a, first computer that's is? That's a good point. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. I don't care either. Um, and then, like, I just got favorite dripped on. movie. I just, I just got dripped on for the AC. Do you know what happened to me today? Can I please just tell you this? Yeah, yeah. I was sort of laying down at work, don't tell my boss, and... Um, the big dog came up and kind of jumped up on me, and I was like, oh, you silly. And I was like, Petner, and she's above me, and she drooled right into my mouth. Uh, oh, that's the worst. The I'm, worst. I'm a cat person, and I know that you think that we are a subhuman species. Totally. And that's fine, because I think that, you know, people... How many cats do you have? I have one cat. Okay, you're all right. And it's my girlfriend's cat, technically. I mean, it's my cat. But yeah, uh, yeah I had a cat. Now, my girlfriend has a cat. and it, But it's my cat. The cat okay. loves me. The cat walks over her to get to me, because she knows what's up. Um, but yeah, no, I love, I've, I've always been a cat person, came from a cat family. I'm not proud I of this, the, but I, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say this has, this has inhibited my dating. Like, you know, I think it's, it's worked out quite fine for me. Good. Yeah. I think that it, I, it has a lot to do with what you grew up with. Yeah. You know what I mean? We didn't have cats. We had dogs. Yeah. I had, I mean, we had a couple of great collies. I mean, we had some like dogs, collies. but even when I moved to Minneapolis, you know, of course I have a Where shitty, are you from? I'm from, I'm from Indiana originally. And right. you're from what? What is it? Um, uh, it's, I wanted to say starfish, but I know that's not it. What's the, what's, it's, uh, it starts with an S. It's a lake. Sunfish Lake? No, yeah, is that it? Yeah, yeah. but it's in the Twin Cities. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm I'd from never, here. Oh, okay. Never yeah. heard of it. Is I went it, to Minnehaha. Okay, I've heard of that. School. I've heard of that. And then I went to St. Gates. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I became a lesbian. Yeah, is that yeah. how it worked? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much required. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great, you know, that's, yeah. that's good. So, I mean, did your parents know this sending you in? Like, all right, you know, let's have an artistic one in the family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was well, all my parents, all my family were lawyers and politicians, and I was the black sheep. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, well, she's never going to do this. She no. might as well become a lesbian, too, while she's at it. Why not? So she can blame that. Yeah. <laughs> when jokes not? bomb. Yeah. 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 That's me. No, 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 no. But, okay, so but you're a local Twin Cities resident. Have you mm-hmm. ever been to the U-Otter before? No. Have you ever heard Barry White played this loud at a bar? No. Yeah. It's 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 so delicious. Bad. Yeah, it, it, it's lovely, isn't yeah. it? Um and I am underneath a leaking air conditioner and in front of the men's room because this was the corner well, uh, this is the corner I thought that would be the corner. Here's the thing that you don't even know mm-hmm. is that you, you can see into the I men's can, room every time. The door doesn't even shut and there's like an inch of men's room view that yeah. I get to see all the men. I wanted to remind you that your decisions were correct. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind after tonight. No doubt. If you're ever on the fence. I'm not even going to experiment anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I'm from Indiana. Uh, I grew up with cans. I, and you know, when I had, Indianapolis I, I, or Muncie, where? Muncie, Indiana. Oh. Born in Bloomington, raised in Muncie. Okay. Yeah, the home of Ball State. David Letterman went there. That's the only thing. Okay. Garfield the cat is from there. I've driven also my truck a cat there. Town. Really? Yes. Did you hit any signs when you were there? Did no, you? because okay. it's wide road. There's nothing you can hit no, there. No, yeah. I didn't hit anything. Drive right to through New York, downtown really. at full speed, and yeah, yeah, you're not gonna hit anybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, when I moved here, I had like a one bedroom house, had a cat, or one bedroom house. Yeah, one bedroom apartment, <laughs> had a, had a cat, and it's a it, you know it's. Did a you move thing. as a grown up or? Yeah, as a kid? I, well, I grew up. I was 17. Okay. So I, I graduated high school in June, and I lived here at the end of July. All right. Because I did not want to stick around Indiana for no. another day. Smart. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. There's not a lot to do out there. But you, st- and then have you ever have you ever had any dalliances where you got where you moved away for a while and came I back? I lived in New York for three years. Okay, so you knew what you were hitting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, uh, of and, and were you doing comedy out there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did a lot of comedy. I was one of those. First, I sold uh, 
comedy club tickets on the street. Okay. And then I had to flyer a lot. Is that is that a big market? Do people walk down the street and go, "Where the fuck can I buy comedy club tickets?" No, you. Oh have my to god, there's this them. nice lady. There's no, this nice badger, lady here who's willing. The shit out okay. Of them. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, and it worked. It totally worked. How much? How did that affect you as a human being and a comic? Because I uh, learned what the word surly meant in a customer comment form about me at Kinko's. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like really? I was. I'm horrible at customer service. Like I'm. I'm fine as as an MC if I, I can talk to large groups of people because they're like a big baby. You know, you yeah. just want to you want to tickle them. They want to make them go ah, and then you get the fuck off stage. But person right. to person in a service role. I am sadly, I'm not sadly lacking, I'm just lacking and I'm cool with that. But I mean, how did uh, talking to uh, tourists uh, on the street of New York uh, affect your worldview? I actually, I liked it. I had a lot of fun because it was just, you're meeting people from all over the world and just talking to people and finding out what they're doing in there and then lying to them about how great this comedy club <laughs> is and taking their money. Uh, what comedy club was it? Do you, can you say? Uh, or was, did they have good comics there? I mean, was it? It was a comic strip in oh, New York. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, very well Yeah, they known. had great comics. Yeah, of course. Yeah. World class. Totally world class. Yeah. It was fun. I had a good time. And then I used to um, flyer. Like just hand people flyers and try to get them to the room um, in order in exchange for stage time. Yeah. Now, how did that work? Now, did they actually hard. hold? Do the, they hold to their bargain? Did you do so this? A lot of times they did, and uh-huh. then you get five dollars a head for everyone who comes in. So oh, actually, it's that, it's you were that making, scam. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So you're making money if you could get people in, That's you know, great. and getting stage time. So did it wasn't you? horrible. Yeah. Oh, so you must be a great salesperson. I was because I I just imagine that I would just scare people away. Like I would just everybody be like, well, I'm not. Not only am I not going to your show, I'm I'm never fucking going there. But you actually managed to seduce the, uh, people, this, the yeah. sidewalk person walking by going, yeah. oh, I'd like to do that. Some people, yeah, you can trick them easy. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are some of your tenets of trickery? Oh, my God. I just used to lie. I'm walking about, down the sidewalk right now. Imagine this. I used to say, uh, what do you guys do tonight? Why don't you come to the show? This show, have you ever seen comedy in New York? I this got, is like got, the essence of New York City. You need to come and watch. Do you know who like Seinfeld is? Sometimes he drops into this club. You'll uh-huh. never know who you're going to see. Exactly. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'll be there. It'll be fun. Come on, let's go. I'll walk you there. <laughs> really? Seriously. That's good. So yeah. you don't leave any hole for talking. And then... Physically yep. escort them yeah, to the door, totally. even though your show's not going to start for three hours. Totally, <laughs> just totally. lock them in there, get them drunk on Long Islands, totally. and that's how you get your five bucks. It's very much worth it. Because I imagine a drink at a comedy club in New York oh my God. has to be like sixty bucks. It's at least, it's probably $80. between ten and fifteen. Really, that's not bad. Realistically, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. But then they add tax, gratuity, blah of course, blah yeah, blah. Yeah. You know. What are some of your uh, favorite clubs to play? Uh, I mean, not only I mean, let's just go outside of Minneapolis, but I mean, where some of your favorite road gigs? Um, Madison. Really? State Street. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the best clubs I've ever been to, for sure. Have you ever been there? Yeah. I Well, I've been to, uh, what, Skyline? Okay, that's Appleton. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's all one big one big place. I today. like Appleton. Yeah, yeah, but no, Madison but I, I guess I haven't been to Madison. The bum. Yeah. It's so much fun. Is it just a good audience? Is it a good room? Whole thing? I don't know what is wrong with these people, but they will laugh way too hard at everything, and you don't have to work there at all. You can just stand on stage and talk about your day and they will just pee their pants yeah it's so much fun that's great it's too much fun yeah it should be illegal should <laughs> be uh so uh madison where else you like um where else do i like? and i guess okay you know what actually what um you now how often do you go out on the road on your own what's your favorite road music what do you listen do you have a playlist for out and about i do i make like a new playlist like once a year of just stuff i love and what do you have on there See, this you is want great me because, to pull it up? You know, you've been a professional driver. Please do. Uh, you've been a professional driver. You do a fair amount of road gigs. I mean, that gives you... I mean, because a lot of people just kind of go to podcasts. Yeah. Thank God for them. But 
Yeah, well, I'm curious I'm what you would have. I'm an avid current listener. Okay. So 89.3 The Current here yep. in town. I'm just about ready to start new a new New photographers. Playlist. All right. Neutral Milk Hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Jack White. Uh, some Wilco. Is that Tweety? Tweety would be Wilco, yeah. right? Okay, yep. good. I didn't Jeff think. Tweety. I just made sure that it wasn't like, no, a, like a K-pop band of 19-year-old Asian girls. It's called <laughs> Tweety. Uh, some Lizzo. Okay, so yeah, this is very much a current list. Yeah, but I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and what are you looking for? Are you looking for fast? Or are you looking for... Uh, just what I like. Just what... I don't know. Sometimes it's lyrics. Sometimes it's the sound. Sometimes... I mean, it's just the feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Whatever I like. If I well, you if don't want to fall asleep I, because you're doing long hours on this, true. and you fall asleep around midnight, as as we I now totally know. Do. So I mean, you need something, you know, like you know, basically amphetamine I still with a beat. Don't do like you know, you know, anything like hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you know what, that was catchy. Can you do more of that? I don't listen to that. Yeah. No one in the bar turned around for that. We are half the population here. There are two totally. people at the bar, and a bartender and us. You know what? I always knew that we would find time together here at the Water, and I had to come up with this podcast to I, make it happen. Do you know what? I'm happy I get to be here because I've never been here, yeah. and I love to go everywhere that yeah. I've never been. But I mean, and this is what this is what when, when you when you decide to shut alcohol, a lot of things get shut out to you, I know. like going to bars like this. That's why I started this because what I've been think, to most every bar in what town. What do you think though would happen at this bar on a weekend after like eleven o'clock? Don't you think it'd be yeah drippy in here? Yeah, I mean, it would be dripping with trunks. And, yeah, and I mean, fun. conversational sexual assault. Yeah, I, would imagine I love a lot that. Of that. I mean, I don't love that. No, no one loves that. And no, I'm not saying that I know funny. that for a fact, because I, I love that you are. Conversational sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, you know, very, <laughs> you know, very close talking, a lot of friends. Happens. It's a very small bar. They have karaoke here, I believe, seven and a half nights a Do week. Do you like karaoke? I can't stand karaoke. Why? Um, I don't want to hear you sing, and I don't like Pat Benatar. Right. Not you and not you. No, particular. I hear you. No, Fair but I mean, enough. it's like it's, it's always the same ones. And I actually, the, my first hosting gig, I hosted karaoke. Okay. And I quit doing it uh, because I can't stand it. And I mean, and That's it's hilarious. And even when it's music I like, I just it's just something cringeworthy. And I don't get me wrong. Every couple months, if I find myself karaoke's happening, I'm not against it. I might even do it. But yeah, I just it's never been something that I can listen to for very long. And to host it has to be a special kind of hell because you're basically it's the same thing every day. Okay. Isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's I pretty rare when somebody actually shows up and does like Iron Maiden, you know, Run for the Hills. You know, and that, Nobody excuse does me. That. Uh, Sorry. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and it just, so, I mean, it just seems like it's going to be a lot of the same thing every day. But you're a fan. Why, karaoke, do, you, why do you love the karaoke? Well, karaoke, though, can be like when you're at a party and you're all sitting around and you're having a great time and someone stupid pulls out a guitar. Yeah. yeah. Who can't play at all. Yeah. That's, that's kind of I mean, like that. But that's sometimes. at least individual and fun. Yeah, but if they suck, you have to sit there and listen. Yeah. It's like, don't think you're going to serenade this whole room. Get out. Yeah. Um, Beat it. Karaoke, I like because it's you feel like a star. You're like a fake star. But, I mean, you are a star, man. Come on, baby. You're <laughs> no. a star. No. You got a new album out on stand-up records. But so everyone feels like a star. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can feel, pretend that you're a rock star for a minute, for yeah. three minutes. Isn't that the, basically the same as stealing people's material, though? I mean, isn't this? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're just going up there. We should have fantasy comedy camp and have, like... I'm, I've always been amazed that no one, uh, you know, came up with the the cover comedian. Yeah. I mean, I think people are doing it, sort of, oh. but ironic, but not ironic enough. You know, I mean, basically, like, go out there. I know that there's a, a Lenny Bruce impersonator. Is there? Isn't that strange? It's, it's scary. I mean, it's good. Is it good? 
I don't know. I mean, it depends on which era of Lenny he's doing, right. I guess, if he's doing... Freaky. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's just weird how, you know, music's taken this way, and now we don't have anything, you know, You like can't that. cover someone's stuff no. in comedy. No. You're thieving it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. I wrote a joke like that one time, and it never worked. Well, how'd it go? Well, it was just like, like you, you don't... You can't like jam with people in comedy. Like you can't be like telling. We your just jokes. did. It was great. No, 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 no. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking know, about? Like, You're like limiting a, yourself. Like on a bit, you can't like you know a well rehearsed bit. You can't just add, be like Jerry Seinfeld in the audience. Yeah. Get up here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he f- says the punchline or something. Exactly, that would be yeah. very start odd. riffing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, uh, Maggie, thank yes. you for hanging out with us today. They're starting oh to pay gosh. a hollow note, so I think our time is up. Thank you so much for having me. What's coming You're up next? You're delightful. Well, thank you. I, 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 I feel a little bit laid back today, which is good. I mean, you relax me. Good. I guess is what I'm saying. What do you have coming up? Uh, October 3rd, I'll be at Brian Lake Bowl with yeah. a show called Modern Vaudeville. What's that? It's like um, kind of... Like modern vaudeville. It's All right, like, so there you go. It's David. It. You know David Harris. Yes, I do. He's a magician, mm-hmm. so he's gonna have like kind of variety acts, and I think he's only got like three acts, and then he does kind of an interview on stage afterwards. Yeah, so it should and be really fun. And you're one of the fun. you're one of the acts. Yeah. Okay. And that'll be his first show there, so doing that yeah. modern vaudeville. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll be in the Ten Thousand Laughs Festival, which mm-hmm. is mid October. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. And this album's coming out. It actually has a release date. October second. All right, yeah. and you're gonna be you're gonna be out there. Don't Google it. Just buy it. Exactly. Yeah. And where do you buy it at? You buy it at standupcrap.com or I think, iTunes yeah, or iTunes. any number of things. Or if you yeah, see Maggie you walking down website, the street, exactly. extrememaggie.com. And uh, where would we find Magnotronic, by the way? Magnotronic, Magnotronic. Just Google it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and we're be a on lot of iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah. yeah, what's Stitcher? Should I be on Stitcher? I have no idea. Yeah, it's just one I of those just things. I just know that some people are on it, so we went on it. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we get a lot of listeners from it, though. Really? How many listeners do you get for uh, a normal? We have about 400,000 listeners. Jesus. Just kidding. Yeah. About to say, like, <laughs> I'm going to stop doing this. We yeah. have at least a billion. 2,000 people have That's looked great. at our episodes. That's awesome. Yeah. I think I'm bubbling right around 40 right now. You're going to get there, man. Exactly. How long have you been doing it? This is season four we're on. Okay, so I have to to stick it out for at least another four or five years, and then I'm going to start rolling in it. Yeah, we do like 26 episodes per season. So we just did our 100th episode. No, we're about to do our 100th episode. So make sure to follow them on Stitcher. First off, Google what the fuck Stitcher is, and then find Magnotronic. Just get it on on iTunes. Or you can listen to it right on Magnotronic.com. Exactly. The 100th episode gala is coming up. Is there going to be balloons? Do you have big things planned? Well, no, but we should. Yeah, exactly. Get (laughs) the fuck on it. Otherwise, I'm going to counter-program something around your 100th. Episode okay. anniversary. I'm gonna have balloons. It's gonna be a big. I'm gonna actually do a look back on your podcast. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have all of your I guests on. Look back. You're not gonna be invited because you did not plan it. That'd be so cute. It's like a sitcom reuniting. Yeah, except but different on a different network. Yeah, with a different Jan. You know, In like a with different a, yeah, genre. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. All right, Maggie. Thank you, Ian. Thank I you love very you. much for being here. I love you too. Yet again, by our new album, it's out there right now. Listen What's it to called? Magnotronic. It's called Hot Lesbo Action. Boom. Ask for it by name loudly yeah. at a record store if they if they still. Do you exist. carry Hot Lesbo Action? Hey, I need some Hot Lesbo Action over here. I was digging through my computer the other day. I realized that I did not have enough, enough Hot Lesbo Action. Please set me up with it. Listen to uh, nobody ever does. No, exactly. Well, I mean, you should. I mean, you're famous now. I don't know where you're getting this idea from that I'm famous. Because I respect you. You're nice. Thank you. 
Thanks, Maggie. Okay, I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.